I've been a video game player since I was about eight years old. Hard to believe. All my buddies were gamers. My sister too, but she was too young to appreciate them. It was the old consoles at first, like the Intellivision and the Atari 2600. Then the coin ops came, me and the other kids would take over the arcade behind the laundromat and try to blast asteroids and kill space invaders about till our fingers bled. Some of the old arcade owners were even loaning some quarters, for a bit of interest on the payback, of course. They knew we'd be back, so it was smart business on their part. Over the years, the games changed. Me and my friends moved on to the computer games, building our Sim Cities and playing our PC pinball games that never tilted unless you wanted them to. The handhelds came along, but they were mostly for the younger folk. I never could get excited for six different flavors of the same Pokemon game. My friends and me would rather wander through a Fallout RPG or save the world by commanding and conquering. As the years went on, as years will do, computer games became more comfortable to stay with. It became harder and harder to keep up with all the Nintendos, Playstations, and Xboxes, and they all came with these funny controllers. I've always been a simple mouse or joystick man myself. If the good lord had wanted me to be able to use one of those fancy things, he would have given me a couple extra fingers. I just don't get it. I truly don't. A man would have to put his wrists to hazard using one of those things. Still, I know I have to share my gaming world with these new consoles. Heck, I love it when they port one of those games over to my PC. I guess you just have to say, okay, I'll be part of this world. The most you ever lost on a coin toss, friendo. Call it. You need to call it. I can't call it for you. Just gigabytes worth of silence, Dr. Bill. You know how painful that is to a former radio guy. Yeah, let me just, we'll try to bring it into... Let me just try to bring us in and okay. without saying it's part two, but in a way that it could be part two if I decide that's the way we're going to go. Because <laughs> if I can't cut this down to like two hours, we'll make it two parts. Let's put it that way. Okay. But, um, all right. Accessing data, please stand by. All right. So you said you uh, were in about, I guess, 1990-ish and you're still in the Navy, correct? And uh, said you were a big PC gamer in the Navy, but um, a lot of the handheld systems uh, started coming out around that same time, and um, I, I never really got to play it. Well, I got to play a lot of them later again. I think we talked about this by proxy of the stepson <laughs> a lot mm. later um, in my life, uh, but I don't think I really ever owned any of the, like the, the Game Boy or anything like that. You said you had the, what was it, the Sega... Uh, Game Gear, yeah. Game Gear. I had, well, before that, I had, I had the Nintendo, and, uh, I mean the Game Boy, and, uh, I remember we used to, you used to be able to link them up by a cable, and you, you the big thing to do was to go for the Pokemon games, yeah, mostly. Well, no, we would do Tetris, where you could play 
against each other. Oh, in okay, Tetris. yeah, yeah. Tetris was huge when it first came out too. Oh I, yeah, that was that was crazy. Another one of those games that I just did, just couldn't see. I consider myself a reasonably intelligent human being, but spatial stuff like that and like blocks and I just my mind doesn't wrap around that for some reason visually, but. Uh, so, yeah, Tetris is always a difficulty for me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. That, I that was, was Tetris challenged as a child. Eh, blocks. I can't put the block no, in the hole. No. I blame my parents. All I ever got was Lincoln Logs. So was oh, those were stuff. great. I sucked at those, too. I only made, like, one-floor houses that were all square and had no door, and it was horrible. Anyway. Did, did, <laughs> Did you did you set up the teeter totter thing and then you would just like shoot one way up in the air? Probably you know, because, yeah, it's because probably. they had the green planks and then they had the big long. Uh, they had ones that had you you had like uh, like the long pieces that had like four notches in it and I would take four yeah, of the yeah. green sticks yep. and I would take the little one little peg got ones and I would set set them up and I would slam them all down at the same time and fly four of them up in the air at once. I'm sure I probably tried that and then. That's when mom stopped giving me Lincoln Logs, I'm sure. No more Lincoln Logs for you. No. But this is not a Lincoln Logs. toys because you couldn't create weapons quite as easily with those, I guess. Oh, yeah, you could. That round one, you could take the little <laughs> sticks in, you can make a throwing star out of it. But wait a minute, this is not a. This is. People don't even. We've gone totally away from video yes. games. We're now in the ancient realm of, of things that people used to do before video games. But, you know. Um, games that kids would be like, ew. Yeah, no, I'm not playing that. that. No, but then they'd get on something like Roblox and go do it virtually. <laughs> which is yeah, which what my son does. My, yeah. my son is big into Roblox, but that's yeah. But we'll we'll get to that eventually. But uh, but uh, yeah, I kind of missed uh, maybe like the early '90s of. I mean, was it really uh, Super NES? I think I might have. I either had one. You know what the big game was? About the only thing I ever played between like late 80s and early 90s was uh, a couple friends had the, the regular Nintendo NES and we all loved the um, Tecmo Bowl football game. You know, we used mm. to have the full full season and just go crazy and, you know, drink beer like we were at the real stadium and... <laughs> <laughs> and so that was our big game back in the day for for my console experience anyway. I still had like my computer games um and playing right. probably about the same stuff, you know. Uh well, said might have had the Amiga by then. Before I got into the computer games and I like I said I ha- had the I had the ha- handheld. One of the guys in the barracks this is before we got to the ship. One of the guys he had the Super NES and it, the big thing was it Techno Bowl? It was, um, I think Metal Gear was out for that. Mm-hmm. That was like, the, like Contra and yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Contra. Side yes. Scrollers, those were always cool. The side scrollers were awesome. You know, up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right. Yeah. Again, it's... sucked at them bad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, um, Super Mario. And well, you know, back then arcade games were still big too. Those mm-hmm. those had disappeared like they have now, or they've just gotten so ridiculously expensive. It's you know, you go into like these Dave and Buster's or these other GameWorks places, and I'm like, are you kidding me? You want how much for one play? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, even when they were like the old, 
you know, Gauntlet was always one of my favorites, but I mean, you just had to keep pumping that thing full of quarters. It was like, I think it was maybe a quarter to start, but man, if you weren't very good at it, you just, you know, mm-hmm. wizard needs food badly. Oh, oh. Yeah, again, I was never very good. Tempest was a good game for me, but the arcade games, as like I said, I just... I learned early on that if I don't have a save function, that I'm not going to get the full joy out of my video gaming experience. Because, mm. you know, I, I, I'm one of those people that has to learn from his mistakes. <laughs> so, I have a lot of save slots in all of my games. Oh yeah. Anywho. But uh, yeah, so that was that was the first console that I that uh, well that really kicked off. That was big. After Atari, you know, uh, yeah. was pretty much Nintendo, and they had wrapped up the handheld thing too because Game Gear for Sega when it came out was pretty decent, but it still it didn't have the legs like like uh, like Nintendo did. Right, they had a bigger library. I think was a lot of it. Sega was, yeah. you know, they even had a Star Trek game. I used I used to have a, a Game Boy Star Trek game. That was pretty cool. I think I vaguely remember the NES one. I remember yeah. uh, I used to rent like the Super NES every now and then uh, when you could do that in a Blockbuster store, which also doesn't exist anymore. What uh, is this Blockbuster you speak of? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you could actually go. Now you can rent games from a Redbox, but you know, you already have, yeah, have and, your console. And I guess it's my understanding that Redbox came to Blockbuster with that idea and they're like, ha 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 ha. Silly red box. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> Blockbuster, as I said, it was great. Blockbuster, you could go rent whatever system you wanted for, you know, like five, six bucks for a couple days and, and, and whatever games. And so I would get the stuff like the Super Star Wars. And- The, the intellectual property games that they were pumping out because there were a good number of them. Nintendo always had oh, pretty good super, grasp yeah, on the uh, intellectual yeah, properties. That's right. There was a Super NES, mm-hmm. yes, and Super Star Wars, and oh yeah, yeah. But now ch- jumping a little ahead, I, I guess we could stay on Nintendo for a second. Uh, the first thing when they did the Nintendo sixty four, which was ninety five. Yeah, yeah, that was in Japan. It came to the U.S. in 96, I think. Yeah. And the first game I played on that was GoldenEye. I never got around to playing that one for some reason. Oh, that was that was awesome. Which that was surprises a- me. I don't know why I didn't seek that out because I'm a huge James Bond fan. But I, I think I was protesting because it was a Pierce Brosnan Bond, and I vowed never to watch those. So, oh, did story. you ever? Did you ever go back on that? Not yet. I think I might. Good for you. Good think, for you. No, nah, no, nah, I get really not, no desire to. I was too hurt when they killed, you know, Timothy Dalton off on me. So. Well, they didn't kill him off. He's not Bond anymore. He just had a facelift. <laughs> or whatever just, they do, yes. He looks a little different. <laughs> he got decommissioned and they brought the next one in. That's the Bond podcast, though. But uh, yeah, I, I did like. I always sought out Bond-like games, though. There was a great uh, old Microprose DOS game called Covert Action, which was about as close as you would get to being James Bond. I don't know if you ever played that. Microprose used to. That was my baby for you know simulations. Oh yeah, Microprose. Yeah, didn't they 
do? I mean, they did all the early. Well, they didn't do Microsoft. Did they do the early <laughs> flight simulators, but they did a lot of like tank simulators and uh, did some fantasy stuff and just. They did. Uh, they did Darklands, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that was Dark. Darklands was that was the that was a computer game that you played in. Uh, what was it? 15th century Germany. Yeah, it was France? basically that was kind of the shtick that this was you know, a non-fantasy fantasy. Well, it did have fantasy elements, but it, yeah, but it, you had it was the really... first one to really go into a lot of, you know, it was a very detailed RPG, almost to the point where I think it turned people off. That game was hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean it, it was really hard you because know. you had to really balance your choices because you could, you could, you could, you know, and. We'll just touch on it briefly, but okay. You had a party of four characters. Your choices were: is you could pick that character, and you could say, "All right, this guy is 16 years old, and he is green as the forest. You know, he knows nothing. All his skill levels are super low." And you could start with him, and you could say, "Okay, he was royal born. He has armor. He has this basic fighting skill. He has this." And that's it. Or you could say, this guy, you could take the same guy. And you could then go and say that, all right, he trained for six years as, as an apprentice with this guy. All right, but the problem was, as you aged your character and gave him more skills and stats in, in training, other things would go down because he's gotten older. Ah. His stamina, his health. So there was trade-offs to gaining in skill levels in other areas, you it, it was a very. I, I love detail like that in a game, but a lot of people don't. I mean, a lot of people just want to go out and hack stuff, and I get that. Uh, but and, yeah, I was, I was, you know, I'm I'm from the old tabletop D and D days, so you know, as many stats or mm -hmm. skills or you know, and perks and, that I can, you know, increase and along the way, I'm I'm there. So most of the gameplay was uh, uh, okay. You come to the town of such. It, you just had a big map, and it was Germany and France mm -hmm. during that time period. And says, and and you you travel to, to this kingdom, and it, and and it took place in real time. Like if it took five days to walk there, yeah, you you know it had a little clock, and it would run. You know, night day, night day, and you would have to stop periodically if you got tired. And then you know, oh, you hear a noise at night, and then there would be like, the screen would change, and then you would have the graphics were very. Uh, well, we'll just say they were very raw, but for their at for the, the day, uh, microprose is pretty much top of the line. Um, back back those then, days. But yeah, back, back then it was like, wow, this is great. Yeah. Now people would just laugh at it and go, oh, this yeah. is a joke. But 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 for then, you know, it would suck you. I mean, literally, your guy looked like he was walking around with a stick, and he's you know. You could pause the action and you could choose what you're going to do and then just let it run on its own. Yeah. Uh, you could throw potions, but then you had to have all. Didn't you have to have like all the components to make a potion? I but, think so. But, there were, but, there were a lot but, of. Details. But the potions weren't like magic potions. It was. Right. A, it was realistic. Her healing herbs and stuff. Well, yeah. your your guy was considered an alchemist. He was not a magic user. Mm -hmm. So he had to, you know, you you had to create like a fire potion. Or this potion, or something to make people slip, and then it was really, really an intense game. And I, 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 I never beat it. I got fairly far, but my guys were getting so old. <laughs> I was like, oh man, it's uh, you're killing me. 
But uh, yeah, Mike proposed. Didn't they also do a game called Crusader? I believe so. I mean, they had then, their they had their fingers in just about every genre. They tried just about everything once. Some to really good effect, and some very poorly. But yeah, they were huge back in the day. I mean, yeah, Crusader was like a brutal, <laughs> touristic Fallout type game that had a little bit better graphics than uh, Darklands, but uh, you know, it had like Ed Two Hundred Nines. You could. Like a like, like things like that in it that you could go. Yeah, I guess I don't remember that one. I'm still discovering old Microprose games I didn't even know existed when I go on <laughs> the uh, old abandoned wear sites and stuff. But yeah. uh, moving along, I think we jumped back a couple years on that one. But um, yeah, yeah. As I said, I um, mean, you apparently had the, when the Nintendo 64 came out in '96. Obviously, that was kind of a quantum leap forward. Um, actually, Atari tried to be the first uh, 64-bit console uh, in 1993, um, but apparently no one gave a crap, because <laughs> Atari, yeah. Atari basically dropped out of the game for a while at this point. Um, yep. They, they really just kind of, I don't know what happened, I mean, they just, uh, shoddy business model or whatever, but they just couldn't keep up with Sony and, and Nintendo. And well, uh, yeah, they, they, they released the Jaguar. Mm-hmm. Or Jaguar, which I do not remember at all, and I'm sure several neither. other Never people had don't it. either. No, I don't even remember it coming out. I mean, the last one I remember was the 7800, and I apparently, I apparently stopped caring because either my family or I couldn't afford those things at that point. So, um, yeah, I stuck with my PCs pretty much at that point. Um, like I said, I've had a stepson in my life and a couple other kids in my life through single women I've dated and I got to experience more video games through them but that's why I make such like a great dad figures because I can <laughs> sit down and be in any video game era with any kids that are in my life let me show you how to play that son yeah no usually they, they show me I never I, Super Mario is always beyond me I, I just that's why I stuck with my PC games I just gave up on consoles I decided my my brain was made for strategy games and turn-based and apparently not jumping into pipes and destroying mushrooms and stuff like that. Not that yeah. I've got anything against mushrooms. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> the great but, uh, on pizza. Luigi, yeah. the great on pizza, Luigi. <laughs> what are you doing, Luigi? Eat some me. Mario. Eat some me. To find the princess magic mushroom, make me doll. Then I pick a pretty flower, it and give me fireball. But the turtle, he had touched me, and I'm back to being small. And I got to be a careful not to. But, um, there came a time that, um, came a time, long there came ago. a time in my life <laughs> where, um, I think it was about the time that the, that the PlayStation came out. Mm-hmm. I had been be, because then uh, there was like a weird thing, and we might have talked about this earlier. I'm not quite sure. Um, to where software hardware was in a race, one kept leapfrogging the other. You'd buy a computer, next thing you know, a freaking game would come out, and you couldn't play it. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah. within months. 
that would happen. You know, because and computers used to be e easy to track by 386, 486, 586 by the by the processor, and and I I got so tired of like oh wait a minute I oh man now I can't play this now. So and the early I ones were notoriously hard to upgrade too. I mean I remember yes I think yeah. I I remember upgrading RAM like from eight bytes of RAM to thirty two or something <laughs> on my old TRS eighty, and I. Think it cost me like three hundred dollars, and I had to send my computer away to the shop to be, you know, open the hard wires, and you know, mm -hmm. it was ridiculous. Now you just stick something in a slot, but um, and you're done. Yeah, yeah. So, so from like ninety when when the PlayStation came out, I jumped on the PlayStation, and I was like, I'm I'm done with computers for now, mm -hmm. and I stayed with the PlayStation for the long time for for. for for the life of it because i think that was early when i got married we didn't have kids yet and then when we did have kids obviously they're little so you know they didn't really they didn't really get into the games that much so there was quite a many years that i, I used to have a large collection of playstation games mm -hmm. and then um but then i also picked up the playstation 2 by then my kids were older they were playing games on it then they had their own uh, what were they doing? What was big then? Uh, the Nintendo DS and stuff, and they yeah. were doing games with that. And um, oh, I think they had Game Boy Color too. Had yeah. come out by then. So, but but but, I loved the PlayStation for years. I never got into Xbox. Um, did you do any Xbox stuff? No, no, never owned one. I said, uh, I think I owned or was. I think I might have owned a Nintendo 64 for a while. I seem to remember playing a lot of games on it. Oh, the GameCube. The GameCube came out also. I know we're jumping all over the place now, aren't we? <laughs> a bit, yeah, I'm not sure. But, I don't but that's how, the GameCube. But, but for the for the longest time, it was, it you know, you had PlayStation, Nintendo 64, and that was it. Yeah. And then, and then I think... Um, Oh, the Dreamcast came along too. Mm -hmm. Sega had that, but that didn't. That went over like a no. Long. I mean, there were a lot of tries during these times, but it was a rough time for the video game industry for anyone to, you know, try to wedge their way in between the the Sony and and Nintendo war, as it were. Because um, I mean, they owned. You know, how could you hope to compete with that? They owned between the two of them. They owned like every intellectual property. You know mm -hmm. that existed, plus all their you know own stuff. I mean, Nintendo, Nintendo through the Game Boy and everything, Pokemon stuff was just massive. And you know the, when they translated that to like the N six, I never really was into Pokemon except again through proxy by stepsons and such. But I got to play my stepsons. I think it actually was his N sixty four. I got to play like Pokemon Stadium on that, and I was like totally hooked on that game. <laughs> <laughs> But he always yeah. could beat me because he had the Game Boy too, and he'd go level up his Pokemon elsewhere, and I I couldn't do that. So. Hey, what are you doing? I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come back and kick. He, he was merciless. Ten, yeah, but... ten year old video game brat. <laughs> <laughs> but it seemed like the consoles took off. Like they really, you know, they were. PCs still seemed to be pretty dominant, but then I think like at the. Literally at the turn of the century, when Sony came out with PlayStation Two, it seems like everything changed because it was a massive hit, 
And then the next, the following year um, was when GameCube came out and Xbox came out. That's what it was. Yeah. And then, you know, you couldn't get a hold of them. They were, you know, oh, yeah. my God. And, well, and, it's, uh, it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's an easier marketable thing than, you know, getting kids hooked on just a video game machine than convincing parents to spend 1500 bucks on a computer so their kids can play video games on it. You know, right, those right. of us that kind of have evolved through computer games throughout the years, I think, have always been computer users as well as game players on users. So we've always had them around for other things, too. And we right. just and, load them up with games as well. <laughs> and I think that's why I drifted towards the consoles because it was so expensive to buy. I'm like, I'm not going to keep buying a computer just to play a game. I'm going to buy a console. I put a disc in. I play a game. It's ready. There's no loading. There's no patches. Yeah, yeah. There's no downloading. There's no adjusting anything. It's done. Of course, now that's not necessarily the case. I took the opposite <laughs> philosophy of that. I think staying with computer games prevented the anguish I would have had to, you know, buying the next console when it came out two years later. Because, I mean, I've always been able to find so many more computer games that, whether they're, you know, graphically up to the current date or not, have great gameplay and keep me satisfied that way. So, I was never, you know, we'll do a whole show on this too, but, I mean, I was never the big graphic guy although I do enjoy the ones nowadays, um, you know, so much as an engaging storyline, gameplay, stats, stuff like that, so. Right, well, well, some of the early consoles, too, made their, were, uh, the old games were still backwards compatible, meaning that, you know, like the early PlayStation 2s could play the PlayStation 1 games. Yeah. Uh, and if I remember correctly, the GameCube could still play the other stuff. I think it had slots for it, or you could still still connect yeah um, and super nes even had like an adapter that you could right throw on your old cartridges you know? i mean it's it's only now with the recent consoles that are like that screw you but they yeah. kind of you know with the newer consoles that have come out now they're more like an entertainment system being blu-ray players and dvd yeah. players and, yeah and i think the internet the explosion of the internet is kind of and the connectivity of you know people getting being online with social stuff which uh, I don't want to get into that it's a, <laughs> it's a good and bad thing depending you know um, I think that has allowed the personal computer to, to rise back up and compete somewhat or at least a personal computer in the size of a galaxy tab phone because you you can play games on that that are just as engrossing or or, or such you know I still prefer my myself now to I mean I used to always have a, a desktop or a you know a computer that would be scrolled away in a cabinet with all the cables running out yeah you know but I finally got I finally bought myself a a a laptop that actually can run the stuff that I want to play yeah you know, which so I, I guess in a way I've kind of, I guess you could look at a laptop as a console because it's portable like a console is. You know, you can take your games with you. No, I'm sorry, know. that would be blasphemy in a sin. So we're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've blasphemy. That would pretty not much of, negate the entire point of this podcast, wouldn't it? <laughs> not of the body. Not of the body. What an excellent day for an exorcism. 
the Archons came. Oh wait, that's a Star Trek podcast. We'll never Sorry. speak of this again. <laughs> wait, let's let's just edit this out. La 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 la. <laughs> never. <laughs> Go to break. Go to break. Bill's lost his mind. <laughs> It's, they the, have to break. it's the senility setting in, son. <laughs> yeah, I like consoles. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll probably never buy another. I'll never buy another new console again. Yeah, I, there we go. You know, unless they, I may have to because there's one game out there. The, the consoles, <laughs> and you probably know what it is, but they've never ported over Red uh, Dead Redemption. And um, oh, really? Oh, yeah, and they never. They say they never will. Um, you know, every Grand Theft Auto freaking game and DLC that comes out, sure, but not not the cowboy simulator that I want. But yeah, it's all right. It's all right, Rockstar. I'll keep giving you my money for freaking Grand Theft Auto 25, which I'll suck at just as much as the other ones. Anyhow, now, I I will admit that we do have an Xbox 360. However. We won that at a company picnic. Hey, you know, and no shame. No shame. <laughs> so no, it's like, no hey, harm, I no foul. Have, I didn't have to buy it, but of course we buy games for it. So, you know, I'm like, well, I have to now. You know. No, we are not anti-console on this, you know, show. We're just, uh, these are, you know, the musings it, of two primarily PC gamers. And I'm still primarily a PC yep. gamer. It's just that I'm... I like the slower games. Oh, you speedy! <laughs> yeah. I like the games that I can pause and decide how I'm going to shoot somebody or, exactly. or make this turn, or or I'm going to fight Napoleon. Am I going to move up my three tanks? And I'm, you know, I I, I can lo- lounge and languish over my. Th- you know, what am I going to do here? Uh, okay, not this. Oh my God! Uh, click 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 click! Fire fire fire! Uh, I'm dead. What happened? When did I didn't? Oh, and I've stupidly bought many of those games on the PC too, just to you know try them out. Oh, I'm sure I'll be good at this one. Yep. yep. But uh, although I did since since uh, well, oh, whoops, almost peeked behind the curtain. I almost said since our last recording, but this is all one podcast. Almost. That's right. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. But uh, we can never get out of the '90s. <laughs> Well, I'm 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 gonna jump to just this week. <laughs> I discovered another game. <laughs> oh no, no, not knowing you want to know it yet. Are you sure you don't want to know? No. Oh come on, you know you want to know because you join me. No, never. Together I'm, we I'm, can rule Hearthstone. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, come. It's no. a card game. It's an online card game like Magic. Oh uh, yay. Magic didn't cost me enough pain and money over the years. <laughs> no, I've been playing. Uh, I discovered. All right, I used to play World of Warcraft. I used to play the crap out of that, but through various uh, people keep hacking, kept hacking my account. I'd get it cleared up. Okay. They'd hack it again, you know, because they kept wanting me to buy the little authenticator. And finally, I just got so frustrated with it, I just gave up on Blizzard. And I'm like, you know what, if you, you know, I, I shouldn't have, whatever, because I kept getting emails in Chinese from Blizzard saying, <laughs> you owe us because you've been, I'm like, I haven't, I haven't played your game in a year. Stop bothering me. Great. Yeah. So <clears throat> I away for years and I saw they had something called Hearthstone, which is a, a card game. Like, like I said, like, like magic. 
So I'm like, mm, well, maybe I'll just look at it. But the problem is, is I can't get onto their Battle.net thing, which is their site that you can do the games through. Yeah. I can't get in because my old email address is locked out because of the existing issues. So I just created a new Yahoo one, and I went in, and I've been playing. It's a play for free, so I got no credit cards attached, and I don't. I'm not giving it my money. I'm I'm sticking like you, brother. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just gonna. I just play a little bit. I'll earn my little gold and buy my little packs. When I earn my gold for free, you know, I'm not not gonna buy nothing. Just buying my time. But that's all right. Back back to the '90s. Save or, it for your priest, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had gotten out of the '90s. I think we had gotten through the consoles. We were in the 2000s. We're talking about PlayStation Two. Basically, and, and I mean, this is kind of when I'm trying to think when I actually owned my said I was an Amiga boy for so long and I, I was think I was literally without a computer for quite a few years um, there are other substances I spend all my money on um, and then yeah mid to late 90s I, I definitely got myself I think my first uh, official like PC you know Intel inside all that good stuff dun, 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 dun. Yeah, oh, yeah. Windows 95 and- 2000s that I did come back to computers, but I, I was still mainly playing console games. But I needed a regular computer at this time because I, I, I for other things, and I was still playing computer games. Um, and this is when I tried my hand at building my own, my own computer, mm-hmm. which me and a couple other buddies did. And actually, we did a pretty good job because it did stay. I did stay above the curve for a long time. Um, eventually that computer died because I kept trying to upgrade the video card and then the, the power supply, uh, you know, eventually I would have needed a power supply bigger than the case I could put it in. <laughs> it's just the, just the, the horrors and ins and outs of trying to, you know, and so then I kind of backed off again and kind of went back to console some more and just ended up buying just a regular plain desktop. Yeah. And, you know, which, but... Again, I still I still like I'm, I still love the computer more than a console. Yeah, it's easy to hook it up to a TV, but you can. But nowadays, you can hook up your laptop to a nice TV. Nothing worthwhile you know? comes easy, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. But anyway, uh, year two thousand, we were talking about PlayStation Two, and I, I just want to go back again and mention these prices. Um, PlayStation 2 in 2000 comes out for $299, and it's just this weird price that's gone on throughout the history of video yeah. games. It's 1995, the first PlayStation sells for $299, you know, five years before that. Um, 1991, Super NES is released for $249. Uh, in 1989, uh, Sega Genesis is $249. It's just this weird... <laughs> This weird price level that the video game industry has decided, apparently, arbitrarily, that all their systems are going to start at throughout the decades. And it's just kind of that one of those weird little quirky things. <laughs> yeah, then that goes all the way back to Atari, which was $249.95. Yeah. And as we said, uh, mainly, uh, the, the, basically, the computers have done the same thing. I said my, my piece of crap TRS-80 costs like $1,000, and my... My beautiful uh, gaming screaming uh, laptop here cost me like eighteen hundred, but that's oh, I know now. 
This was a custom job. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that had to have had a little tweaks. I, I got to make my first custom job in, in about 2000, 2002. Um, we'll go back to 2000 in a minute because it has a significant gaming um, date in it. But uh, I actually started my video production business in like 2002. And so I had to basically, I, I called up Dell at the time, was, you know, big computer people. And uh, I'm sure they still Dude, are, but... Dude, it's a Dell. Dude, it's a Dell. And I'll tell you what, that Dell served me for like eight years. It was a great computer, but I spent literally about three grand on it, and I made it just the most ridiculous video editing thing in the world at the time. <laughs> and so it also played games really, really well, um, which I probably should have done a little more developing my business and less creating games, and maybe I'd still have had my business. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, it was other things. Yeah, I'm sure it was other things. <laughs> anyway, back to 2000, another uh, bane of my existence game was released for the first time, The Sims, which I think we're up to The Sims 9 or something by now. We, um, all right, would you believe I've never played The Sims? You're a, a richer man for it. <laughs> because now, my, it is my... literally the most obscene sadomasochistic game anybody could possibly want to play because it's literally just you know it's just building i've played sim city it also makes you evil because eventually you're going to fall into the trap that you want to see your sims die <laughs> well, yeah. and, or they will die horribly many times at least the first well, one i could not keep mine alive for a month but Noosh. Well, I heard some of the things that, like, some of the later games that you could create, like, you could... <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. That that you could get them into, like, in a house, and then you could wall up a, a room. Apparently, and, and starve them all to death. And starve yeah, them. I, I so never you... did the really sadistic <laughs> stuff like that, but, yeah, I did enjoy it every now uh. and when my, my oven would catch on fire every two days, because ovens do that. And you know, burn the I house think I down. I tried to play it because my my daughter was playing it, and I started it, and I just can I don't know. There was just something that was like, oh, let me just build a city and just let it blow up. I I just can't I ended it. up just eventually finding all the websites that gave you new. You know, you you could mod skins for that till the cows came home, and everyone did. I had all the superhero, you know, skins. So I had the Justice League living in a house together, <laughs> burning it down on a regular basis. And ah, Superman, and, stop it with the heat vision. Yeah, uh -huh. and you Superman know, tries to cook a the roast. Flash in the oven. not being able to piss on time and wetting the floor and weird stuff like that. The Sims, oh truly evil, evil game. But sounds I'm like I missed something there. Yes, no, you know, you really didn't. because uh, I, I, still I was going there. through all. <laughs> I think I I think in early two thousands and and onward I was going through the different iterations of uh, of uh, Sid Meier's civilization. Any Sid Meier's? I was I'm yeah. a, I was total Sid Meier, you know Sid Meier's groupie. Rail, railroad tycoon. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean I I couldn't believe how engrossed I got in in that game the first time I played it. Right, running a railroad. I mean I like. Troy trains as a kid, but I never thought I would want to know what goes on behind the scenes of a toy train. <laughs> it 
hey. yes, my stock split. Oh man, oh, I gotta get this bail yeah, oh, to this other this city. Ruthless. You know, another, what another do you mean it cost? What do you mean it cost that much to build build a railroad through a mountain? <laughs> the hell with you. Conversation killer. <laughs> Actually, it was me lighting my cigar. Edit. Yeah, Mr. Tycoon. Yeah, exactly. You lit it with your 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 fake uh your yeah, my dollar 45 two uh, black mild jazz cigars in a pack. Your, your uh, 100 your railroad tycoon $100 bills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, actually I was, really good at that game for a while. Yeah, railroad tycoon, sim city I played, civilization. Oh, uh, it was a good time for all the sims came out cuz those you could do without really huge graphics. I mean, they were better if you could get really good graphics, obviously, but I mean, mm-hmm. that was all about the meat and potatoes. That was the gameplay, that was the stats, that was the stuff that I loved. And, uh, you know, I never hurts to have some action and, and I said, pretty graphics along with it, but you gotta have the meat first before you get to yeah. the taters. Yeah. Uh, so, um, oh, 2001 Microsoft and Nintendo uh, did their next generation system thing. Uh, Xbox comes out and promises the most powerful game experience ever uh, for $299. <laughs> <laughs> Came with a built-in hard drive, which I think that was one of the early ones to... I mean, a lot of times you had to buy a separate... The early Nintendos and stuff, you had to buy even, I think, the PlayStation because it was all... Yeah, PlayStation 1 CDs, you had to like buy oh. a memory chip for a lot of things. Yep, you had to have a memory card to save your games. That was, you know, or you had to go all the way through and... Oh, yeah, that... Yeah, this was back before or just after, uh, I think my... Uh, see now, now, now I'm, ju- I'm I'm jumping backwards. I'm I'm remembering the first time that I played Resident Evil, and it and let me tell you, it was the last time I played Resident <laughs> Evil. I tried it a couple times, but yeah, it was. But no, because it scared the crap out yeah, of me. Yeah, it was great. I mean, it was because I chose to play it after everybody because I had a young daughter. I think she was like a year or so old, and I decide one night. I turn all the lights out. I just got the old 19-inch color TV. And I'm sitting there in the dark, and I'm playing that. And those freaking undead dogs jump out. <laughs> and I went, I am done. <laughs> I'm like, I turned the lights on. I went, to, tried to go to sleep. I'm like, I'm not playing that game in the dark ever again. And I was like, I don't want to play that game at all. It's just too scary. Because Run, then Run for dead too. That's that's. I tried. I well, see, bought now, that one. Now now they don't bother me. But another one I tried tried to play. It was either on PlayStation One or Two. Was Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Oh no 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 no. No, I never got around you that know, one. But it's it's legendary. When when you have to use a flashlight to keep things away. Yeah. No 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 no. Don't play that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, nope, done done. I'm done. So much nope. Run away. Can, can I just shoot something, you know, that I can see? <laughs> no. Big, big, big chicken when it comes to scary games, I guess. <laughs> 2001 Nintendo's GameCube came out uh, the with the suggested retail price of $199.95. So Nintendo was trying to undercut Microsoft there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And Sega, surprisingly enough, announces that it will no longer manufacture hardware. And yep. Nintendo releases the Game Boy Advance. Again, another portable gaming system. Uh, the DS came out in 2004. It's the bane of many parents, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Those, oh, God. <laughs> and they, they, they upgraded every time. Now they're up to like the Nintendo 3DS I, yeah, yeah. I think. I would love to see one of those. I've, it apparently has 3D without glasses of any kind. Well, is yeah. my understanding. I don't know how that what works, it, but I've seen it. Um, I can't remember. I'm, in fact, one of my kids may have it. For all I know, I don't <laughs> even remember anymore. They just burn through consoles and and handheld stuff so fast. But uh, and it's just so freaking expensive. I don't. Th- no, I don't think we did get Ben the uh, the. The 3D one, but I did see how how it works. You just like have a lever that you slide, and because it's different for e- each person, and depending on where you face it away from you, and it just kind of forces the perspective on the screen to make things look look like it's in 3D. Yeah, but like if you tilt it too far to one side or the other, it'll lose the effect. Right. So, but I mean, it, you know, it's pretty cool. But um, uh. We got the PSP. Uh, yeah, I never got into that. Uh, no, never got into that. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool because it it re, it reminded me a lot of the Sega Game Gear, but obviously it was. Uh, you know, my buddy Joe had had that, and he he show, show, showed it to me one time, but I was like, eh, I'm not getting into it. <laughs> That's silly. Why would I want to walk around when I can? What, 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 why would I walk around playing a game when I can be chained to a chair? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's silly. Makes no sense at all. That's why why I play games, so I don't have to go walking around in public and stuff. Yeah, but with the rise of the internet, though, saw, you know, this is about the time that, uh, you know, with the faster internet and the more connectivity was when the the multiplayer online games. Yeah, and I was getting into a few of them. So I didn't, I never got the, uh, Never got the uh, the World of Warcraft call, which is surprising because I used to love the old Warcraft games. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I played those when they came out, the Warcraft games. Yeah, I thought they were cool, and then I didn't jump into World of Warcraft. The first online game that I remember playing religiously <laughs> was called Asheron's Call. Okay, that sounds familiar, yeah. And that, I think, was put out by Microsoft to begin with. Um, and what was cool about that game, oh, I can't remember the name of the world that you were on. Um, Ashran? You no, know, that was the name of the wizard. There, <laughs> okay. was a, it, there was a name for the world, but I can't remember what it was. Um, but... It every month things in the game would change. They would release a monthly update, and places that you would go to would now. Uh, I mean, they they had very long storylines that would build. Like one month you would go and there would be these, you know, you would see these new creatures in new areas. Yeah, well, old staples like EverQuest was one of the first really big. Oh, you're right. EverQuest, I think, what well, was the first game? I, I didn't play that because because again, I tried to play that. <laughs> But my computer couldn't do the graphics, so you know that was that was when I kept trying to upgrade my 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 uh, my video card and everything. 
But I, I could try a bunch of them around Eve Online and uh, well, Star Wars Galaxies, which we'll probably do a whole podcast on. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. There were a few I, more, but I, I Did you play both versions of that, or the three different versions of that? Basically, the first two, basically. Yeah. I just started getting into uh, light speed, basically when I couldn't afford it anymore. <laughs> wow. I was going for fifteen bucks a month at the time, and I almost never played it because I had a hundred other games as usual, so it wasn't worth it. I did uh, City of Heroes, and uh, oh, I did City of Heroes. I was you know, quite a while. Um, that was where I discovered my cross-dressing phase. Yeah. Okay, uh, I, I went. I shamelessly went and built Marvel and DC characters because you could, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I. My favorite was a, uh, I had like a seven foot tall um, chick that wore a bikini top and some hot pants and uh, nice. wing, little bat demon wings and horns on her head. You were probably called, a popular avatar, I'm bet. <laughs> called Solaris Fury. You had no problem with. finding super groups, I wait. Oh no, I would, people would come up and, you know, hey, can I give you this? Sure. Yeah, I'll give you a hundred credits and <laughs> join yeah, the super that, group. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, that was before the days of, uh, you know, talking. Well, you over. never dated a Green Lantern with a really strange headdress, did you? All right, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was you? Oh, crap. <laughs> but that was a cool game. Um, City Heroes. They just shut that down not too long ago. Yeah, I know. And I, I kind of wanted to go back and I think they probably made it. I don't even know if they ever went free to play on that. I think they held out to the bitter end on that one. It's always sad to think when your online games go, you know, when when they shut down. It's like all that time, all that money yeah. invested for and nothing. Also, a little <laughs> orphaned virtual person out there in the internet somewhere that's like, isn't no. anyone going to feed me this month? <laughs> <laughs> Or you're stuck on some macro, you know. It's like I've been farming for 20 years now. Years. Like Tron, they're all out there, you know. <laughs> yeah. Bill said he would come back someday. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I do have guilt. I do have virtual guilt a lot of times. Virtual guilt. Yeah. <laughs> you're making me sad because I'm thinking about all my World of Warcraft characters who <laughs> are taken over by the Chinese and stripped of all... Rock. <laughs> Stripped of all their stuff, and oh no, the, damn you, Chinese! And now they're communists. They're commies. <laughs> <laughs> they're out there marching. Oh, they got little pictures of Mao Zedong. The Chinese would be the orcs, though, wouldn't they? Or no? <laughs> but, yeah, let's piss off every Chinese person that might ever listen to us. No. Well, maybe if they were playing um, Command and Conquer. That was a good series. Did you ever play that? Oh yeah, yeah. I got right oh, into yeah. into those. Uh, those were probably earlier than we're at. Those are yes, oh yeah, things yeah. Things started those coming were... out in the nineties. Oh yeah, they had some awesome, awesome music tracks to them. Yeah, and those were all you know the start of big. Uh, I mean, some games have done this throughout the years too, with varying degrees of success. But the big. You know, actual movie clips and, you know, actual actors doing video for the game and the cutscenes and stuff like that, which I said, if you, if you got yourself a good cat, and Command and & Conquer was, you know, one of the uh, companies, or who was mm -hmm. the company that was behind that? That was, that was um, 
Well, EA took it over, but I can't remember who had it initially. I don't remember the first go around. But I know EA stepped yeah. in, I think, around Command and Conquer 2. And then they had, like, the off split. They they had the Command and Okay, they had the Command and Conquer series, which took place in the future. Kind but of. Then they had, but then they had Red Alert. Yeah. Which was a whole different spin. Which I know we're jumping all over, so I'm sorry, listener. <laughs> but Red Alert, man, I love that because that was the whole Einstein creates a time machine, goes back and kills Hitler. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Every And then everything changed from there because then it became... Um, uh, Germany actually teams up and becomes an allied power. After World War II, it becomes... Um, this is in Red Alert 1. It becomes the United States, England, and Germany versus Russia. Yeah, yeah. And then in Red Alert 2, um, uh, oh, that's right. Okay. In the Red, in the Command and Conquer series, you played against a guy named Kane. Yeah. In the Red Alert series, at one point, one of Stalin's advisors or a guy behind the scenes is the same actor or the same guy that they had from the Command and Conquer series, Kane. But there's supposed to be like 60 years in there and he looks exactly the same. And so it was this whole, uh-huh. they, they they interwove the two game histories together. Yeah. And uh, and actually, I th- it was either, I think it was in Command and Conquer 2 or one of the, uh, I mean, excuse me, Red Alert 2 or another la- later version where George Takai came out, and he was the emperor of the Chinese. All not right. the Chinese, the Japanese. Yeah, I didn't get to that one. Oh, you didn't get to that? <laughs> oh, no. man. Oh, my. No, oh, again, yeah. I, the real-time strategy games like that, I, I was moderately good at up to a point, and then my frustration level just got beyond me, and I couldn't well, because play once they, Well, because when you play Command & Conquer, the first one, it was just... Basically, the easy way to beat anything was the tank rush. Yeah. You just, you just created tanks and you just threw them at the enemy base until you overwhelmed the defenses yeah. and took them out. But then they found ways around that and, and it became harder to actually get your ass in there and uh, and beat them because they because they beefed up the uh, like the perimeters of the walls or yeah. you know the air power. So, I mean, True. each game they would come out with a new way to, to, to stump the way that you used to beat it. Yeah. Yep. So that it was a challenge. Yeah. So... Yeah, uh, yeah, that was our Command and Conquer tangent. <laughs> There's so many, so many games, so little time. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty much 2000s and uh, up to today, I've been more ravenous game player and consumer than probably the and, previous 20 years of my life. And <laughs> well, and 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 now with with now it's kind of like a three-way battle between consoles. Well, at least I look at it as a three-way battle between the PC, the console, and the phone like, slash yeah, tablet. tablet games. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I've actually bought some games recently that are ports from phone games, and they're pretty damn good. A lot of them, um, mm-hmm. and so it's yeah, it's a weird. I just hope they keep making things for the PC because I don't see me jumping off that anytime soon. Um, although we. Well, be forced to but i think there are just always some things i know you can do all the online games on like xbox and everything now um but i just think there's some things that the computer is always going to kind of either not do better but more consistently and i think you're eventually as long as people are using at least laptops i think you're always going to get 
most of the titles that come out for everything else eventually on the computer, where that may not be the case. You know, if you have an Xbox and you want some, you know, Sony stuff, you're going to have to buy a freaking Sony, too, so. Yeah. <laughs> where I, I can just wait for them all to come out on my one machine, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the one well, definite advantage I've always seen in it. The only thing that that really is bugging me as a PC user is, one, I, I noticed it a few years ago, is that because I used to always go into Best Buy or Circuit City when Circuit City was around or even GameStop, and now you can, it's very hard to find PC games on the shelf anymore because yeah. now now the only PC games that you can find on a shelf anymore, it seems, in any of the big stores are either compilation sets of older games yeah. boxed together with the new one or straight up uh, are on, online games, which right next to it is like a, a game time card yeah. so that you can play. Yeah, if you There's go into no, a GameStop nowadays looking for PC games, they literally forget. hand you... Like there's a one catalog there's, of online stuff. Well, <laughs> like, no, there'll be like one. App. There'll be one <laughs> shelf in the back of the store. Yeah, and it'll and have the, World of Warcraft. It'll have a couple, you know, really and then there'll be games. like twenty games on there that the boxes are all dog-eared and turned sideways and jammed in there. Yeah, and they've basically had them in their inventory forever. At the end, and they couldn't sell them, and they're asking for like top price for them. And I'm like, are you crazy? Why would yeah. I? I'm not going to pay this because. Because it seems, and like our friend Steam, <laughs> plug. Hi, Steam. How you doing? Did you get my money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, well, there's Steam. There's other online places that you can buy. You, know, you can buy games straight over the internet. Yeah. But the, you know, the thing that bugs me now is that I can't buy a game in a package, put it in my, you know, in my computer. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I can't. Okay. I could buy a game with a CD, come home, put it in. This requires an internet connection to activate. Yeah, what? Well, there's a what? lot of that going on, well, man. A lot, a lot of companies are starting to also get away from it because they know it's pissed people off. Command functions are offline. Well, well uh, but I mean, I, I know they want to do it because they're trying to cut down on piracy of games. Was their supposedly quote-unquote point. But it's like, well, you know, now you've become no different than the way the console went and that you had to, you would buy a console game, come home, oh, you got to download a 45, you know, minute patch to make yeah. it run. Yeah. Because console games got to that point too, that there's like, there's the, it seems like a lot of the lines have blurred for, at least on the entertainment side. Yeah. With, you know, you have to have an internet connection, you have to download the latest patch, it seems like on that level, they're just as much a pain as a pain in the ass on both sides. There's such Where, an emphasis on everything being multiplayer and everything having achievements and and all that stuff, you know, so people can go wave their Call of Duty guns at each other and measure them up. And uh, yeah, which is cool. I you know I love you know I, I love my competitive games too. Marvel Puzzle Quest and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I used to be huge on like Battle.net. I used to play Myth, Myth the Fallen Lords on Battle.net, and used to mm-hmm. love getting ranked and stuff and doing ladder matches and and sucked Who at should? them constantly and was the last person on any ladder anywhere. Uh, <laughs> what a hole sh- showed you that Marvel Puzzle Quest game? I don't know, but uh, he's not in the will anymore. <laughs> 
Well, that reminds me, I I haven't played the game. I haven't played in get... a couple hours because I was editing all day. So yeah, my heroes are stagnating at their current level, and I and they have you know free full health that I'm not using. We're all healed now. Come yeah. play with us, Scott. Segway. And that's we why all... we're gonna have to wrap this up soon. <laughs> we all float down here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want it, don't you, Georgie? Uh speaking of Stephen King, that make that reminds me of uh, the little kid from Pet Cemetery. First, I played with mommy. Now, and then I played with Jed. Now I'm uh, going to play with you. Yeah, that's that's actually uh, <laughs> of all the intellectual properties that have been adapted over the years. There have been a few Stephen King, but not nearly as many as you would think there would have been. Somebody did a crappy. I think it might have been. I think it may have been Sega because uh, they grabbed a lot of TV show and movie properties over the years, and they used to put out, you know, a lot of PC games for it. Not very good ones usually. Um, but they did like a, a the dark half, you know, which is like the least likely friggin' Stephen King really? game you would make. Yeah, you know, there's one wow. out there, and I think it's basically like a text graphic adventure. Huh. Um, but yeah, you would think he would have something out there. They've made more Clive Barker games than they have Stephen King games. So, guess maybe Stephen if, just didn't need the money. I don't know. I wonder if they could do one uh, from his. Um... 11, what is it, 1122? Oh, the newer one about Kennedy? Yeah, I know they're supposed to do a miniseries on it yeah. on TV. I'll, I'll, actually, I'm going to go on record here and say I'm kind of glad they haven't because some of the movie adaptations of his stuff has crushed my soul, and uh, I'd rather not see a bad video game of Stephen King. Mm, <laughs> so. True. Uh, well, now we've ventured into movies Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll do a whole podcast. I mean, we're, we're almost caught up here. I mean, I, I've played a lot of the modern stuff, but stayed away from, you know, I'm on Grand Theft Auto 4 now that uh, came out in 2008, but I just bought you know, it. I played, I think, Grand Theft Auto, maybe, th what was the last one that was the o overhead view? Uh, I don't know, but I didn't get to those. My first one was uh, Vice City, which I thought was amazing. I... I think I tried one of those, but I just couldn't get into it. Maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it's just not not my. Company. I mean, I wasn't much good at it, but Vice City was just the radio stations, and it was basically mm. Miami Vice, and then San Andreas was basically you got to play, you know, your favorite gangster rapper, which I've always wanted to be, you know, a gangster rapper. So one, two, three, and to the folks, Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the dope. Um. <laughs> So there you go. That's that's why I play video games, really, because I get to be all these other different people that I'd never get to be. But, Big uh, McG. And the auto Grand Theft Auto Four is basically Eastern European, you know, Russian ma mafia. I think it's going to yeah. eventually boil down to. But uh, yeah, the Fallout series d did it for me. Like I think I said before, I yeah, really like that one. Done Fallout Three and and Las Vegas Fa and. Yeah, I hope that they do that. You know that they would do another one, but man, nah, hasn't hasn't it, it's seen been, it yet. It's been rumored in the works, and I think they're probably just kind of waiting for the next gen to come out. You know, machines yeah. and such. Um, well, so again, Half Life Three is. I guess we should wrap up with our consoles because we. Well, because, at least, yeah, the history of of things and our our place in it. I guess. Um, yeah, because we're we're up to PSP and the Xbox 360. I think is uh, well, no, no, I don't. 
I think we said Xbox, but now, yeah, now, then no, it's we were 2000. like 2005 because we were talking yeah. about the DS, and then the Wii came out in 2006, which I only again got to play a couple times. But I mean, that was a cool concept, and it's a, it's almost a shame that the Wii didn't do more. Uh, well, we 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 actually have a Wii because mm-hmm. the because the kids love that. Um, they played the crap out of it. We we even got the Wii Balance Board, which. Uh, I still use that to figure out how much I weigh sometimes, and yeah, you know, wonder if I'm going to crack the thing in half. It was a wonderful concept, but I, I just don't think they really thought it out. You know, it's like, oh, let's get people to be active while playing video games, do things that are diametrically opposed to each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and we a tried- for effort, Nintendo a for I, effort. I <laughs> I tried the Wii Fit, you know, like like running with it but then you could figure out that you could cheat it you didn't actually have to lift your feet yeah because if you didn't have the balance board to actually run on you could just sit there and just move the handle like i <laughs> I, I came in one time happening to a lot of people's like oh, screw it i can get high school and like my this. kids are sitting there <laughs> and they're just moving the handle up, up and down and i'm like what are you doing oh we're running i'm like you're not moving <laughs> well, we, well you don't have to i was like god well that was this was a big waste of money and thus the inherent problem in exercise <laughs> video games, apparently. Uh, but yeah, we, we actually still have the Wii. Um, it's been a, it's been a holdout. Now, now it pretty much is our uh, is how the kids watch Netflix. Yeah, yeah. And then um, one of them will be watching on their iPad, and one of them will be on that. And and you know, Dad goes in. Well, I think I'll catch up on. Hey! How come I can't get on a freaking Netflix? <laughs> Somebody shut something off. I've never played anything on a PlayStation 3. Don't know anything about it. Never no, had one. Me either. And aren't they up to four? Oh, I, sewer? yeah, probably. I don't know. I whatever, think whatever everyone shoots each other for at, you know, Thanksgiving, Black Friday time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. It's another thing. You know, you never hear about people getting trampled to death to go buy a personal computer. Reason number 678 no. that I am, you know, a PC user. I don't know, though. I don't know. Sometimes they have these crazy Black Friday things on, on laptops and people. Uh, you know. People of reasonable intelligence like myself don't leave the house on Black Friday. So. No. My wife works in retail and, you know, <laughs> but, I mean, she she works like a Bell's Outlet store, so it's not as crazy yeah. as some of those other things. But, uh but uh, well, you know, one, one thing that was cool on the Wii that that the kids still play the crap out of, and I've tried to play it, but I guess I'm just getting too old, is uh, Mario Kart. You ever played that? I I'm sure I gave it a try, and uh, racing games have never been real friendly for me. But either. They, you gotta like flip the you gotta flip the thing up to do jumps at the right time and hit certain things and get speed boosts and. I just watch it. And there's one racetrack that they go that it's basically in space and you're riding, you're driving on a rainbow and there's no sides. And I'm just like, forget it. I can't even watch. Yeah, as I said, most consoles that I've played, and maybe this is, you know, why I'm a curmudgeon about it and, you know, all that stuff and get off my lawn, you consoles, you. Um, is that I mostly got to play games against 10 year old boys and you just can't compete with that they're born with a controller in their hands these days yeah (laughs) well i mean you probably (laughs) could you probably could compete with them up to a point but then there's but their mother gets really mad when you punch them (laughs) (laughs) look it's mario wham (laughs) what happened 
Here. I, I don't want to drink any more whiskey, He's Daddy. About to cut Shut me up, off, honey. <laughs> Just gonna let that happen. <laughs> whiskey tastes funny. I don't want to drink this anymore. Shut up and keep drinking. I'm gonna beat you somehow. I never you tried that one. Good. All right, taking note. <laughs> if, if if you don't keep drinking, I'll hit you in the head with a bottle. Damn it! I gotta get high score somehow. <laughs> Hopefully, you don't have any listeners from Child Protective Services. <laughs> you want my kids? Take them. <laughs> No, no, please. I I don't hit them with liquor bottles. (laughs) No. Oh yeah, sorry. No. Wait, wait. I, I, I don't hit them with bottles. I guess I should, you know. No, I gave up the liquor years ago. Now I drink everything in cans. (laughs) Soda cans, that is. But yeah, so consoles, they're they're still chugging along. There, you know, we're gonna have. Thing is, no, no slowing down in sight for anything really. I mean, there's still a ton of PC games coming out. I mean, I just can't. Um, Steam has like opened. I've seen the light through Steam that there's more video games out there than can even than you will ever play. Yeah, logical that someone had time to sit around and create. I'm hoping for life, and you know they'll be uh, peeling my mouse out of my dead hand someday. <laughs> I'm sure. Hopefully I, later. I think we could do a show just on mice because, like, what kind of mouse do you have? I just got a, a general old, uh, good old fashioned USB right now. I had a wireless one for a while, but no, nothing special. Yeah, but is uh, see years <laughs> ago I I discovered the uh, the rollerball mouse. And I've never gone back because no, it was so awesome. No, dude, you you you, you got to get one because there's nothing like it for a sniper game. Hmm. All because right. because just for the accuracy on the yeah side. because all you got to do is just move barely move your fingers. You don't have to move your whole hand just to move the sights. I'm telling you, rollerball burn any calories like that though. Oh come on, like you burn <laughs> who are we kidding? The two of us will walk on an elevator, and it'll say, "Get one, one of you guys get off." All right, come on. It's my my rationalization, and I'm sticking with it. I got a rollerball mouse once, and it lasted maybe a month. It was basically it fit on one finger. It was it was corded, but it was like the size of. Smaller, like half the size of the old style garage door openers, <laughs> and it and it had two buttons and a rollerball on it, and like the two buttons were where your you would press with your index finger, right. and the top was a rollerball, and you could just sit there with it like in your lap, and you just ah, I broke that thing so fast, and then they were gone. So that was the only time I ever saw it. So then, I, then I go to the I always have corded mice. And um, with, uh, with a rollerball, and then I yell at my son because I'll come in because his grubby little paws will get on it because he eats eats when he plays. Uh-huh. And I'll I'll go to move the mouse, and I'm like, why is the mouse so slow? Then I got to pull a rollerball out, and it'll be all this crud caked up in, and I got to like use little. <laughs> yeah, I I don't miss having to clean my my mouse ball, my mouse's balls. Oh yeah. Um, you know, you yeah, used to have to, to go in there and, and oh, yeah, scrape because, the gunk off of it. And, well, this does the same thing, but you can just pop the ball out on the top, and then there's three little things in there. You just wipe it clean. Yeah. And then there's and then there's like an optical sensor in there because I can move my mouse around without the ball. And boy, this just sounds gr- disgusting, doesn't it? <laughs> because only to our listeners, because this has this this has got 
inappropriate bleeping written all over it. No. I can I can bleep my all over. <laughs> Send this to Jimmy Kimball for inappropriate bleeping. The phrase of the night is mouse balls, kids. <laughs> There's the mice balls. <laughs> mice balls. When you hear that, that's the phrase that play that the pays. Yeah. All right, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, I think for this episode of No Counsels yeah, for Old Men. I think we've babbled on enough about history and where we're at, and basically where we're at is we're gonna keep playing PC games, and we're gonna hopefully tell you folks about it. Uh, we do actually have an email address we're going to give you. It's easy to remember, although really annoying to type. It's no consoles for old men at yahoo.com. Yahoo. Yahoo. And, um, yeah. And I'm Scott McGregor. And I am Dr. Bill Robinson. And join us next time on No Consoles for Old Men. Bye-bye. You've been listening to No Councils for Old Men, starring Dr. Bill Robinson and Scott 2.0, Scott McGregor. If you'd like to email us with any questions or suggestions for future shows, our email address is nocouncilsforoldmen at yahoo.com. No Councils for Old Men is produced by Dr. Bill Robinson and Scott McGregor and is part of the Two True Freaks podcasting network.
you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O. T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. Dumbass. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two Two True True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.